Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pond Hunter Broadcast from the Under the Sea Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, in the pursuit of all things aquatic. Take a look into the world of koi ponds, water gardens, and the lifestyles of the aquatically obsessed. Meet the pros, hobbyists, and cover some no-nonsense pond advice straight from the field. The Pond Hunter, in the pursuit of all things aquatic. Here's your host, koi pond and water garden expert, Mike Gannon. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome to episode 41 of the Pond Hunter radio broadcast. I'm your host, Mike Gannon, El Cazador del Pozos, and El PL. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how to acclimate Fish, pond fish, koi, goldfish, you know, the guys in our backyard ponds. Uh, The material we're going to cover can apply to many, if not most, of the common aquarium fish, even invertebrates, with some nuances in the methodology, of course. But the core information, the principles of what we're covering is going to be pretty much the same. This is some good stuff to know if you're a pond keeper, a fish keeper. We're not covering in this episode, large-scale acclimation. For example, like a vendor might do. Guys who were kind of flying fish around the world, bringing them in from different different places, large quantities of fish, like really moving them. Um, we're not talking about acclimation um, in those types of circumstance. We're going to focus on how to acclimate fish on a smaller scale. Like when someone goes out and picks a couple of fish for their pond and brings them home. The classic advice, float the bag in the water for about 15 minutes and let them go. It floats the bag in the water. It floats the bag. Float the bag in the water was pretty typical advice. Simply floating the bag, however, is not what we are going to be talking about here. We're getting into not just how and how long, but why. Why, why are we acclimating our fish? What are we acclimating them to? And I can tell you, it ain't just temperature. So when we, when we go to get fish, we should, we should give some thought when we go to do this, when we're looking at these fish in whatever circumstance, pond fish, aquarium fish, whatever it is, we should give some thought to the reality of what that fish that we're about to bring home has been through. We're sitting there looking at it and there's a pretty good chance that the fish you're bringing home has had a very rough few weeks. It's likely been netted, bagged, unbagged, bagged several times, driven around, flown around, driven again, probably experienced large temperature swings, uh, changes in pressure that they're, they're not accustomed to and move from tank to tank to tank exposure to all sorts of different fish people, faces peering at it. Um, It's been a pretty rough and tumble ride for the fish, most likely. An underwater dwelling creature who's really not genetically programmed to experience these things. Whoever heard of a flying fish? Come on! I know how much my cat hates being driven around and the trauma and drama my cat goes into. I got to think that a fish 
ain't going to be too happy about being driven around or flying around on airplanes. As a matter of fact, if I had to choose one animal on earth that should not be on a plane, besides snakes, of course, we all know there should never be snakes on a plane. So besides snakes, fish should not be on planes. Fish, they live underwater. What are they doing at 10,000 feet? Crossing mountain ranges. But I understand they need to be, or we couldn't love them and make them part of our lives, which I'm guilty of. The lives of the aquatically obsessed. So acclimation is kind of a critical step, as far as I'm concerned, and should be done right. By definition, we, of course, want them to become accustomed to a new climate or new conditions. But the definition of acclimate also includes the respond physiologically or behaviorally to a change in a single environment. When you acclimate yourself to a situation, you become used to it. And we should try to provide this for our fish. I hope I don't sound too like Miss Sarah McLaughlin. I'm not going to start singing about my fish. I might, actually. So float the bag in the water for 15 minutes and let them go. This could possibly be the most widely and commonly distributed advice on acclimating fish to a new environment that's out there. Often given out by like dog and cat food stock boy at Pet This, the pet superstore. And boy, is it wrong advice. Yet believed by so many to be a sensible approach to acclimating fish. If you don't know any better, why not? It's something. Perhaps even you are saying, yeah, that sounds about right to acclimate my fish. But let's take a deeper look into acclimating fish and why we acclimate fish to new environments. By the way, as a kid, when I went to get fish, I was told to acclimate fish for 15 minutes. That's exactly what I was told. And honestly, it worked out okay. But we know better now. So the old float the bag advice would be one form of acclimating your fish to the temperatures, water temperatures of the fish's new surrounding. And it works. But 15 minutes would probably just about allow the water inside the bag to reach equilibrium with the outside water. I mean, just about. So I I suggest that 15 minutes is not enough time for temperature acclimation. An hour would be better for temperature acclimation. And we're going to get to um, how to do that in just a few moments. But why do so many of us think that acclimation should just be for temperature? Isn't there anything else a fish should be prepared or acclimated for? I say yes. A lot more, actually. Ideally, a quarantine should be done before entering any fish into your general fish population. So let's assume for the sake of this discussion, quarantine has been achieved by somebody. Okay. Um, Best practices, right? The entire episode 39 of the Pond Hunter radio broadcast, by the way, is on quarantine. So to learn more, check out episode 39. Lots of stuff on quarantine. But let's talk about the method of acclimating. And like we just said, give yourself like an hour at least for acclimating or more time for larger fish more time. If you have more time, if you have two hours to acclimate your fish, then take two hours. Why not? Acclimation should be kind of a slow process, right? If you're you're in a hurry, pick another time to acclimate. You can't rush a good acclimation. 
from the moment of purchase, get the pond fish to their intended new home as quickly as possible. Don't run errands. When you get there, rinse the exterior of the bag that it comes in. This is just to try and avoid a bit of cross-contamination. A lot of times it's wet from the, from the vendor's place or whatever. Just rinse the exterior of the bag, maybe even dry it off. And what you want to do is open the bag, pour off the excess water from inside the bag, leaving enough water in the bag to comfortably cover the dorsal fin, the back fin of your fish, right? You want it to be covered. Then place the bag fish into your pond or aquarium. I generally will take a bag and kind of roll back the edges, which creates something of an air pocket, makes it more buoyant um, and keeps it open, keeps it from kind of closing down on you. So that's a good little trick. Roll back the edges of your plastic bag and the bag should be kept open and folded back around the edges. So it floats. At this point, temperature acclimations begins. You have the fish in the pond. The acclimation process also helps acclimate your new fish on many different levels that we may not even be considering, but are equally or more important than temperature acclimation. However, after about 10 minutes of just floating quietly, you should start adding some of your pond aquarium water to the bag with the goal being that within your given time period, let's call it an hour or more, you will be tripling the volume of water in the bag from what you started out with. For example, if your fish is in a bag with one gallon of water over that period of the hour, you want to make it three gallons of water by adding water from your pond. Make sense? I hope that makes sense. So water should be added to the bag about every 10 minutes. And this process completes the temperature acclimation, but really we're acclimating for so much more. And you can use the method of your choice um, for getting the water in there, by the way. I have no problem using something as simple as a red cup. A 16-ounce new clean plastic cup works for me. Maybe a glass beaker should be used if that works for you. Maybe just dip the bag. It can all work. Use the method that suits you best. No harm, no foul. There's also methods that utilize drip lines, of course. I'll, I'll point out that you can also use a container of your choice along the side of your pond. You don't have to use a bag, as I'm suggesting. If you prefer not to place the bag in your pond, as other people may advise, there's lots of info out there. I actually, I actually prefer using the clear bag that fish usually come in because I think it offers other benefits during acclimation. For example, lighting. Lighting conditions. Fish are very sensitive to light, and they should be given time to adjust to the new surroundings, light levels. From where they come from to where they are right now being acclimated, you know, give them a little bit of time to adjust to that. Fish should not just suddenly be plunged into bright sunlight or artificial lighting. Let them acclimate to it. A clear bag also will allow your new fish to visibly acclimate to the new fish population. A fish should be given time to see who's in the new environment they're about to enter. With a protective barrier of plastic, clear plastic between them and the resident fish population. Fish can tell a lot about the environment they're heading into when they're given the chance to safely observe who their new mates are going to be. Resident fish 
are not always welcoming to other fish. And those fish who are not so accepting of others may even attack the bag and the new, that the new fish is being acclimated in. You know, so good that you have that plastic barrier in between them. Not so much with koi and goldfish, but I'm, I'm generalizing with fish in general. So this is good information for a fish to have before just getting dumped into a new environment and promptly attacked. Now that's, that's stress. Or some fish may be aggressive coming out of the bag, ready to kick everyone's ass in the place. I mean, this behavior is much more part of aquarium fish keeping, cichlids and those kind of guys, you know, badasses. The aggression, really not so much on the part of fish such as koi and goldfish, who we're really focusing on um, for this podcast. Koi and goldfish are pretty community-oriented pretty social fish. So generally speaking, there, there really aren't any attacks. However, it's not like it doesn't happen. So the clear bag also allows for the residents of the tanks to acclimate to the new presence. So there's a benefit to all parties involved. The residents of the tanks tank gets to see who the heck's coming in and prepare themselves. Doesn't every neighbor like to take a peek at the new people moving into the neighborhood? Minded. Fish love to get that peak too. You'll see them. It's funny. So let them do it. Let them see who's the new kid on the block. Let everyone acclimate to each other. How about sound levels? Sound levels are important. Yeah, fish hear. A lot of fish hear very well. And they should be acclimated to the new sound. The the jostling they just came from the car, I mean all of a sudden they're dumped into your pond. No. You got to let them acclimate. Um, the sound levels of waterfalls, filters, air pumping, pumps, etc. You know, give them a nice and slow release. Let them get used to those sounds. A lot of us know how jumping into water gives a completely different sound experience, and it's not usually a very quiet one. Underwater can be really loud. Ask any diver. Ask any snorkeler. It gets loud under there. Fish are not as quiet and, you know, sullen as we think. You have the, the ambient sounds to deal with as well. So the fish are going into this new environment. A waterfall is crashing into it. Um, fish are making all sorts of sounds. Fish, fish make interesting sounds. They bark. They grunt. They whine. They snap. They crack. Fluttering. Croaking. Pretty common sounds in the fish world. This is not a stretch. Fish can be very vocal. And this, again is especially true in the world of aquarium fish, where there's a tendency to mix many different types of fish. So a lot of communication needs to happen between these fish. Chatty Cathy's. I'm sure koi and goldfish have a whole set of audibles to converse with their fellow koi and goldfish as well. Wouldn't you prefer that your new fish have time to acclimate to some, some smack talk that might be coming, coming from them, you know? Of course, in a koi pond, there, there's no smack talk. They're all like, welcome to, to the pond, my good man. La, la, la. I guess. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if koi have English accents. I just made that up. I think they likely have more of like um, a Japanese accent. Don't quote me on that. There's, there's Israeli koi, too. Okay. So we veered off base. Where are we? Okay. So 
sound levels are important to acclimate to. And of course, water conditions. Hope you guys didn't think I forgot about water conditions. Overall water conditions, such as pH, ammonia, nitrate, nitrite, the nutrient levels, oxygen content, salinity, phosphates, more. These are all very important for a fish to be acclimated into slowly. The water that your fish is in when you bring them home is going to be a lot different from the water you're putting them into. And just about every one of those water quality parameters that we just mentioned, plus all the other ones we didn't. Too quick of a change is stressful for fish. It can even be deadly for fish. So that's an important, a very important aspect of acclimation. Probably, I mean, the real main important thing. Everything's important. Other things like hormone and chemical messages, urine, essentially, um, given off by other fish can all be acclimated to by the method of slowly adding water to the new fish bag. The new fish is going to be able to smell and taste those chemical messages, those hormone messages that the other fish um, in the, the population are giving off. You know, believe me, it happens. Fish are not complacent. And when a new fish shows up, they'll express themselves, be or mad, by way of chemical messages, all sorts of stuff. It's the equivalent of butt sniffing <laughs> that we often see dogs exhibit. So many animals that we often see so many animals exhibit. For some reason, they get a lot of information from that. Fish are no different. I mean, literally, you'll see them do it. Um, fish also, get, also give off, like we said, the sounds such as barks, grunts, whines, fluttering, along with physical displays to show their rank and status in the pond or fish tank. This time in the container or the bag gives our new fish time to find out who is who in this new home so as to make a smooth transition, a welcome entry, loving thy neighbor. During this whole time that you're spending acclimating your new fish while he's collecting his information, you collect yours. You have at least an hour to really have a good look at the fish and examine them, apart from what you did before prior to purchasing. So do this to the best of your ability. Even if you're kind of new to things, take the time, look at your fish, train your eyes. It's the only way it's going to happen. You have to stare at fish for a long time on that one. Yikes. Once your new fish is fully acclimated to your new water conditions, you've taken that hour, it'll be ready for release and ready for phase two of acclimation, which is surviving, commingling, and hopefully thriving amongst the resident fish. When you go to release your fish, dump the water from the bag. Uh, dump it. Don't mix it with the water of your pond. Dump the water or use the water to feed a plant. You know, let's be sensitive to water use. But that water should not go into your pond. Do you hear me? Net your new fish out of the water to place directly into its new home. Do not mix water into your pond. Do not mix the water into your pond. Mixing the water into your pond is putting your fish in the fast lane to sickness, disease. There's a good possibility of introducing parasites and pathogens to your pond. Don't do it. Even the gerbil food stock boy at Pet Me Here will tell you that. 
So listen to him, if not me. So, with all of this to consider, we can see how important acclimation is for a fish. But more importantly, what we're really acclimating the fish to as well. What are we really acclimating them to? There's so much more. So with your next addition to your pond, aquarium, remember to acclimate. It's not only allows your fish a much better chance at a smooth transition into the new fish population, although fish will be fish, but also gives you a bit more time to enjoy the experience of building your fish population. I hate calling it a collection. Um, right? So th- this is kind of what we're talking about with acclimation. Let's, let's recap. What did we learn? Well, I think I adequately clarified what type of accent koi have. So there was that. Um, Fish don't like flying. They don't like fast cars. Check. We learned to take our time acclimating. Don't rush it. Take an hour. Forget the old 15-minute rule. Let's make it an hour. Take an hour or even more to acclimate your fish. And you're acclimating to your water conditions. And it's so important, all of them, not just temperature. You're acclimating them to all your water conditions. That's a very important part of the reasoning behind acclimating your fish. I suggest floating them in a clear fish bag. But you use your container of choice. In my opinion, the clear bag allows them to adjust to light levels and see who they're moving in with, as well as some other benefits. To add water, I use a 16-ounce red cup. And I add water to the new fish bag about every 10 minutes until I have tripled the volume of water in the bag. And remember, we're acclimating them even to stuff like the sound level in our ponds. We have equipment running. We have the sounds of waterfalls, aerators. They need to acclimate to that. I bet a few of you even have pumps that are kind of loud. You know, the fish hear that stuff. If you hear it while you're sitting on your patio, they're hearing it too. Also, fish themselves, they give off all sorts of audible messages, chirping, barking, whining, croaking, chemical messages, too. So give your fish time to process that information. It's essentially aquatic butt sniffing, if not exactly that. Sometimes, along with these messages, there are physical exchanges between fish, even with koi and goldfish. The potential for a very physical exchange between new fish and resident population is there. It's there. <clears throat> Not common for coin goldfish, but it's there. And especially with many of the aquarium varieties. Some of them fish will mess your ass up. They'll mess up your whole day if you try to waltz into their tank. They let the newcomers know who boss real quick. They let them know the pecking order, man. As I'm talking about this, it sounds like a prison scenario. But fish keep it real, yo. How many fish keepers listening to this have gone home one day, all happy to introduce you new fish to your seemingly peaceful collection of fish, only to see, to your horror, the new fish gets its ass beat in your fish tank? Like to death, like real-life wild kingdom in your freaking house. Jailhouse justice, man. No, but seriously acclimate your fish so that they're all better informed of what is going down when a new resident is coming in. Oh, 
don't feed them while acclimating. I shouldn't need to say that, but you can guess why I am. Do not mix the water from the bag or container into your pond. Don't do it. It's a very fast way to introduce pathogens to your pond, a problem that can be devastating and long-term. Don't do it. Right? You heard it here. You know the stuff I'm telling you. And what I present here is based upon my experiences, my experiences working with koi, goldfish, aquarium fish, tropical freshwater, and marine, marine invertebrates. Been around them a long time. I present methods that I have used and feel will give you the best success as well. I want you to be successful. I cannot present all methods, of course, and commercial application of these same fish will be same in principle, but different in practice. In this episode, I'm looking to help the hobbyist. But everything I say is simply my opinion. And there are many ways to do many things. But I'm glad you took the time here to get a better understanding of acclimating fish. And there's lots more info out there for you guys. Go and find it. My name is Mike Gannon. I'm the host of the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast. I'm glad you've spent this time uh, with you talking about fish. you got to love fish. Hey, I'm the owner of Full Service Aquatics of Summit, New Jersey. We design and install world-class koi ponds, goldfish ponds, water gardens, and water features of every type. We also provide every type of service. Full service. Full service aquatics. Fullserviceaquatics.com. Thanks for sticking around, you guys. Thanks for listening. You can find more Pond Hunter. Yep. You can find it on YouTube, on Facebook. Keep it Pondy. Yep. On Twitter. Keep it Pondy. On Instagram. Got Waterfall. Yeah. And of Got course. Got Waterfall. Yeah. On Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. You would be a real friend of the show if you took a minute to offer up a review of the podcast on iTunes true friend. Want to get in touch? My email is mike at fullserviceaquatics.com. Got a question? Got a problem? Thinking of building a pond or a water feature? Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to help you. My phone number is 908-277-6000. I'd love to hear from you guys. Give me a call. Hey, thanks again and take care, everybody. I'll see you next time on the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast. And yeah, keep the pond. You have been listening to the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In the pursuit of all things aquatic, broadcasting Wednesday nights on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, keeping it pondy for the aquatically obsessed. That's right, yeah. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Peace.